another episode of Snacks in the City. Oh, it feels so weird to sing alone. I know. We gotta do it because we haven't been back. It's been weeks. So I we'll know. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. Hey. Woo. I figured out the rhythm. Like, if we're separate, we can't both sing it because on the actual recording, it sounds insane. So. I figured I would just be your backup. And I honestly, I think it's going to sound nice. Like, as nice as Ariana harmonizing with herself nice, you know? Yeah. Oh, that was such a good video. Such a good video. All right. How are you doing, Brie? I'm actually doing so well. Um, This week was a tough one for me and my family. Um, But, like, as of today, we got such good news. And I don't want to get all into it because, like, I'll cry. But... Um, what I really learned this week is like, you just have to be so grateful and so present and love on your family while you can, while you have everybody. And I'm just like feeling really blessed that I'll get to like love on some people for much longer. So I'm doing really good today. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I was violently hungover yesterday, but I did what I had to do to be able to go out last night and i had a nice time i went to Maddie, a bar i have to tell you that yeah. tiktok you made yesterday was the most real most funny thing i've ever seen come out of your mouth like it was, it was amazing it was a scary afternoon it um, seemed but like it. after having my second mcdonald's of the day i felt much better <laughs> and honestly i'm just like really happy for you i am really happy for you oh also humble brag do you want to know the most amazing thing yeah I am down 12 whole LBs. Nice. I'm like, great. It's really crazy because I have really been slacking on the working out tip. Like, by slacking, I mean, it's basically non-existent. Uh, Like, I'm lucky if I get one in a week. I don't know what's going on. I have, like, a mental block. If anyone out there in the world has, like, workout tips or, like, workouts that won't make me feel, like, mentally I'm dying the whole time, please. Send them to me. DM do me. Do a bar class. Um, you like ballet. I love ballet. Do you think I should do that? It's my vibe. It's hard, but yeah. But it's like legit just like doing ballet. Yeah. That's why I used to be so skinny. Hashtag dancer body. But I just like started eating better, like much better <laughs> during the week. And I haven't weighed myself in like a month. And I weighed myself yesterday and was like, wow, good job. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Know that I am. Um, I God, I love that. No, I love that you said that because we're going to talk about Demi later. True. Um, yeah, we went to a live. There was a live band at the bar last night, and they let me sing with them. <gasps> so fun. And by I them, I mean there. it was just a man and a guitar. <laughs> oh, well, still. <laughs> yeah. So it was great. All right. That's what amazing. Are you doing? Oh, um, okay. So this week. The choices were Noah Centineo and Nigel Barker. And it was tough, but I got to stick with my husband. I'm going to do Noah. I have. Um, And while um, Nigel Barker thinks that I'm so hot, I also (laughs) have to go with Noah. (laughs) Wow. I just knew you were going to pick Nigel. I, you know, I'm really in, like, not, I, no, I just, I don't, I, no, no. Okay. And you know what, sometimes you don't need more than just, it's, it's a no for me. Um, I'm curious, who do you think won? Noah. He did. I was so surprised. Nigel's just, like, such a distinguished gentleman. I thought that he would win, but Noah took the cake. Because I feel like, given those choices, that, like, is the more obvious choice. Yeah, I mean, Noah is everything. Everything. Okay, and then the women were Nicki Minaj and Natasha Burr. Burray. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We literally just went through this, and I still said it wrong. <laughs> Natasha Burray. And I personally am doing Nicki Minaj. Me too, but I do think Natasha Raspberry Beret is beautiful. <laughs> I think that she's gorgeous. The thing about it, though, is, like, if I'm going to dip into the lady pond, 
I feel like a pretty face is not just like what's gonna get me there, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, what yeah. else does she be? like? Nicki Minaj is pretty, but right. like the body, it's like wow. All right, we've really got something to work with here. Totally. But Natasha did win. She oh, won. Wow. And I was, I was curious because it was really going to come down to are you a face person or a body person? I feel like if for who you're doing, you got to be a body person, but people went for the face. Right. Okay, this top of me is literally all over the place. And I'm really apologizing for the emotional roller coaster I'm about to take you on. Okay. So we'll start with the sad because I feel like it's much easier to like go up. You know, let's start down and bring it up. So, um, rest in peace, Prince Philip, dead at 99. Shoot, yeah. The monarchy is really mourning. I saw a video yesterday of people are just, like, outside the palace, like, laying out flowers. And it's honestly really beautiful. He's obviously very loved over there across the pond. Um, So, like, you know. Yeah. R.I.P. Prince Philip. But I honestly, I feel relieved. Like, yeah. Every time I saw him in the press, I was just like so nervous, so worried. Like he looked like he was in pain. I just like I feel really good knowing he's probably lived an amazing life and yeah. now he's just like at peace. He's he has looked old for so long. Oh my god, yeah. And like he was so old. <laughs> so old. I saw a clip of him like the most recent like outing he did. So I guess maybe at age 97 or 98. <laughs> Oh and the way God. he was walking, I was like, oh, my God, why are they even letting him walk? Right. It looks like it hurts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, also, RIP to rap legend DMX. Yeah. And I don't really have much to say about that one. It's really sad that he went by drug overdose because in the past, like, decade or so, it really seemed like he was overcoming those issues and just, like, making a better life for himself. So it's really, really sad. You know, similar to our dear old friend Corey um, from Glee. I just like, it's so sad when people are like, clean. Why did you have to even bring it up, Bree? I'm sorry. Well, I've been thinking about it ever since they said DMX died of drug overdose because that's been the news about him lately. When you do see him, it's like, oh, he's so clean. He's so sober. He's so happy and healthy looking. And now look where we are. It just like breaks my heart. Yeah. Also, fun fact, he has 15 children. Oh, my God. 15. Like, who knew? But also, I will always love him because six-year-old me really loved, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Like, classic. Classic. Thank you for giving us that gift. So, that's the sads. We'll keep it a little bit sad. I literally don't know how to pronounce his name, but the Duke of Hastings is exiting Bridgerton. Yeah, what is his, how do you say his name? I don't, every it's time. It's R-G-E-J-E-A-N. So it wouldn't be Regé-Jean. It is, it's the, R-E-G-E is his first name. So right. I think it's Regé-Jean Page. But how, but, how does the G and the J make the same sound? I don't know, Maddie. I don't know. He's not American, though, so maybe they have different letter rules wherever he is from. Yeah. But I don't know because I thought it was Regé Jean Page. But then I, like, was watching clips to see, and literally every single clip, like, if you watch it on E.T. versus E! News versus Page Six videos, like, everyone's saying it different. And I couldn't find a clip of him saying it. So, like, whatever. Everyone knows who I mean when I say Duke of Hastings. And, like, what the heck? How dare he? Well, I mean, he wouldn't. He probably wouldn't have been in it much anyway because it's not about him anymore. They were going mean, to pay I, him $50,000 per episode uh, more. Like, they were going to give him a $50,000 raise, whatever he already makes. Oh because. God. There were some planned, like, cameo episodes for, like, him and Daphne. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said no. I don't Maybe know. He's doing awesome. something really good now. So like I read on Dumois that he's, like, in talks to be the next James Bond. Hmm. 
or like in it. I don't know if he's going to be actually James Bond or like the villain. Who knows? Um, I would kind of like to see him play a villain. I feel like that would be hot. But yeah, yeah. so it must be confirmed or like another big project confirmed because Bridgerton is literally what made him famous. And then they offered to pay him $50,000 more per episode. And he still said no. Yeah. He better be bringing me a gift. Same. Like, I don't know how I'm <laughs> going to forgive him. It's going to be fine because the Viscount's hot as fuck too. Yeah, he really is. Okay. And I don't even care. Like, yeah, the sideburns are weird, but he's still cute. Right. Like, I don't care. I'm still down. Okay. Next story is literally, I have to pull up screenshots. It's involved. Our homeboy, my dream boyfriend, Matt James, blew up the internet. What happened? Blew it up. So, for starters, this week, Rachel Kirkconnell was mm-hmm. spotted in Lower East Side up in New York. This is important because Matt James lives on the Lower East Side. Then they were spotted walking together, both wearing like sweatsuits with their hoods up and like hats on, trying to be incognito as if no one was going to spot Matt James. He's literally the tallest human ever. Can you send me the pictures? I've not heard any of those. Oh my God, yes, I will. I will. Okay, so they're spotted together, and it's, like, definitely them. But, like, Rachel's posting, and she's, like, clearly in New York, but she's making it seem like she's on this girl's trip. Matt is also posting and, like, making it seem like he's just going about regular life. But, like, they're definitely together. Like, they were seen. Okay? Fast forward, I follow um, this guy, Reality Steve. Okay? I'm just as obsessed with him as I am with Dumas because he reports on – almost exclusively Bachelor Nation stuff, but he's like, I don't know how, but he's got the most amazing sources. He talks to people directly and he tweets like updates before we know they're coming, before we even know we need to look at them. Okay, so let me, oh, I'm literally dying. Dumois posted, someone sent in, Matt James is dating someone else, not Rachel, despite recent rumors that they're back together. Someone I know sat next to Rachel and her friends at dinner last night on the Lower East Side, Matt was texting Rachel. She was reading them all out loud to her friends. Rachel was upset and started crying during the dinner. Like, sobbing at the table. Wow. Um, so I was like, wait, what? I literally just saw all these pictures of them being spotted out in New York together, and, like, everyone was saying, like, oh, my God, they're totally back together, yada, yada. Reality. Yada, 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 yada. yada. Reality Steve tweets, and he's like, The storyline you're being fed right now is total bull. I'm going to go live tonight and show everybody exactly what I'm talking about. I have a special guest. I'm thinking like, oh, he's going to go live with Rachel. Wrong. Wrong. He goes live with some girl named Grace. And apparently the whole time Matt and Tyler C. were just in Miami, he was like hooking up with this girl, Grace, and bought Rachel's ticket for her to fly out to New York while he was with this girl, Grace. What? Guess the difference in days. How many? Just two. Just two. He was in Miami for all that time, hooking up with this girl on boats, just being like, woohoo, woohoo. Hooking up with girls. Bought the ticket for Rachel while they were there. Flew home, and now they're, like, hanging out. And I guess the girl, Grace, from Miami, Mm -hmm. saw the pictures on Dumois of Matt and Rachel together. And she was like, well, what the heck? And she reached out to Reality Steve and was like, I have all the receipts that I was with him for, like, days. Day. Oh he left God. here and went like home to Rachel to like what try to reconcile whatever. Um, so Rachel's like out in public sobbing like oh my God Matt's such a player I hate him. But then like Matt like doesn't seem to care because he was like out all weekend, like out yeah. out. That makes me sad. I thought it was a good one. Um yeah so. Hmm. Oh, and also Grace said that she reached out to Rachel and they talked together and like compared timelines and they were going over like swapping stories of like what he was actually doing while he was texting Rachel. And like he was like just hanging out with Grace. So, yeah, apparently he's just like the rest. I still love him, though. I know that that's horrible to say, but (laughs) I do still love him. And also, I feel like he's in a tricky spot. And. I'm not trying to victim blame. Like, I feel bad for Rachel. That's so embarrassing and probably so hurtful. But, like, you guys aren't back together. 
So, like, I understand the hurt, but, like, mm, you know? Also, I don't know. My thoughts on it are complicated. Yeah. Like, technically, he didn't do anything wrong, but... He's just gross. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, aren't all men... Yeah, which leads us to our topic at hand. We're talking (laughs) about dating apps. And I just want to say that what, what, like, what are you doing? Why, why, why? There have been so many times this year where I'll, like, plan, I'll be, like, talking to a guy, and as soon as the mention of getting drinks comes up, he just stops replying. I fully was supposed to go out with a guy. We picked a place and a time, and then he couldn't make that time. And I said, okay, I'm free. Call. I'm free next week. And then he never replied. Okay. God. So why does that happen? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't need an online pen pal. I don't. I don't want to just no. like, talk for two weeks and, like, whatever. Yeah, like, let's see if we're problems. compatible and, like, get the show on the road. Yeah. What I find weird is I feel like so many people, I am fully guilty of this, like, get on dating apps as a distraction. Mm-hmm. And, like, while that's totally understandable, like, when I'm doing it, that's why most of the time I don't even bother talking to people. I'm just, like, reading through to see what I do like, what I don't like. Because it's, like, you can't just, like, waste people's time. Right. You cannot get people's hopes up and waste their time. It is literally totally. rude. Yeah. It is literally rude. So, I think the men out there doing that are very, like, tiptoeing around wanting to date. Yeah. And it's, like, if you're not decided, you're not decided. But, like, maybe when we start talking. Right, like, leave me alone. Or, like, say something. Don't just ghost. Just be like, you know what? I don't really know what I'm looking for here. I am dabbling. Because then at least I can make the choice to be like, okay, I don't want that one. I'm not right. with the wishy-washy. Totally. But, like, communication is just, like, so dead these days. I That's why I hate dating apps. I hate them. I hate them. Also, something about my face and body screams, let's skip the date, and I want to hook up with you. Um, And, like, I'm just not about right talking to a man <laughs> on the internet for five seconds and then being like, yeah, absolutely, I'll tell you my address and you can come get in my bed. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, are you crazy? I Has that ever worked for you? Like, it why? never. Like, why? Are, Actually, good? women must be going for it because True. so many people are like, it's like, do you want to cuddle? Do you want to hang out? And it's like, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm so sorry. I actually do not. I actually literally, like, maybe two weeks ago, just got into, like, a full-blown argument with a man because – we were actually chatting back and forth for probably an hour or so. And I was like, "This I usually don't even speak. So this is like a really good sign for me. Normally I find something to be like, ah, I'm out before we even start. So I was like, okay, this is like really going well. He's so cute. I actually like sent a screenshot to you and was like, man, isn't this guy so cute? Oh, yeah, he was cute. And then like 10 minutes later, I was like, actually just kidding. That will be a no for me because it was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, like literally nothing cool. I just was like making dinner with my aunt and now we're like watching Hamilton, Um, you know, just like chill Friday night in. And he was like, oh, can I come? And I'm thinking thinking he's joking. Okay. I'm thinking he's joking. So I was like, oh, big Hamilton fan. And he was like, I wouldn't say a big Hamilton fan, but like I would love to get snuggled up to you. Oh, my God what that ugh, and I, I was like I don't get it I mean maybe one day but like I don't know that I want my first time meeting you to be like you come to my house and we yeah snuggle up and watch Hamilton yeah but also I fully mentioned I'm hanging out with my aunt like my aunt is over so right. yeah and I like feel like I turned it down pretty nicely and he like got mad he was like what do I look like a crazy person to you and I was like no but like, but I don't fucking know you, right? I was like, but like, I was still trying to be like so nice and funny. I was like, up, oh, but that's how they get you. They're yeah, so it should cute. have been like Ted Bundy didn't look like a crazy person, right? I was like, they try to get you. They're like, oh, look at me, I'm so hot, I want to cuddle, and you're like, oh, absolutely, dead. 
and he didn't think it was funny and he was literally offended and I was like okay well then I don't want to talk to you anymore like what that is crazy yeah also I was like scrolling the other day and this man was wearing he was like not a man he was wearing a shirt that said double seater with an arrow pointing to his mouth and an arrow pointing to his <gasps> junk like what <laughs> what <laughs> And also, I'm seeing a lot of, like, people in open relationships that are, like, looking for, like, a third person. Yeah. And also, what What are those weird letters in some people's, not not the personality ones, there's, like, I don't even know what they mean. What do you mean, letters? I don't know. Now I can't really think of any of them. Also, what wait, is it like when people do those like test things and it's like, I'm a, a B, no, C, D, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. I don't think you are, honey. I don't know. If I see it again, I'll let you know. Yeah, just but screenshot. Also, another thing is happening to me on Bumble is they immediately unmatch. And I'm like, you matched with me too. So what? <laughs> like, I didn't drag you here. Also, it's like, what's more rude, like matching on accident and immediately unmatching or just like not replying? You know? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think the unmatch hurts more. Yeah. I think that the unmatch hurts more just because at least like if you swipe and you match on accident, which I'm totally guilty of because I yeah. really sometimes swipe too fast and I'm like on accident will swipe the wrong way. Yeah, me too. And then you just say nothing. And then at least mentally, you're like, oh, I've got, like, he thinks I'm pretty too. Like, we were attracted right. to each other, but, like, he just didn't want to respond because Which he's shy. It's still rude, but, like, whatever. Totally. But I, like, make up this story in my head. I'm like, no, he's shy. It's fine. Oh, my God. But, like, if you unmatch, it's like, oh, my God, he, it was an accident. He thinks I'm ugly. <laughs> you know? Like, there's no coming back from that for me. I'm like, my ego is wounded if you are yeah. with me but maybe we're just looking for the wrong stuff we have a special guest on his name is nico and he is going to tell us apparently about all the success that he's had <laughs> with with dating apps and then after the interview we will be talking some music yeah, we'll be back with music tag. We're going to have a little music moment. Mm-hmm. So we will be right back. Okay. And we're back with our guest. Today we're talking to Nico. He is an old friend from high school, not to age ourselves. He's also hosting his own podcast. I won't get into it. I'll let him um, do a little intro. Tell us about your show. And then we'll get into some dating app happenstance. So tell us what your show is, what you talk about, all the things. Hey guys, it's Nico here. I'm glad to be on this episode with an old friend of mine from high school, Bree and Maddie. Uh, my show is called Inquiring Minds. So basically I have a variety of topics that I like to talk about, whether it's something very uh, intuitive, informative, and anything of any matter. I get into the... Um, the psyche of a man. I get into some good guest features about gun control or gun reform, um, positive podcast episodes, anything that any like we all deal with in this human life. So if you're a fan of just anything that we can all relate to, I hope my podcast can uh, be added to your playlist. So if you are looking for a new podcast episode or podcast show, search up Inquiring Minds on Spotify and or the anchor app and it is now on apple so look it up <laughs> very cool and that's like all very fun and of course like the business side of things you want to plug your show but like i'm just really excited to get to the nitty-gritty um Same. for anyone who doesn't <laughs> know nico he's probably one of the most raw people i know he's very um interface with anything he's feeling at any point very he vocal. is a single dad very familiar with dating apps let's get into it so uh, before we do i gotta say since you guys got me on the show i want to give you guys your rose you give you guys your roses on the stellar performance you guys always deliver to your audience to your fans to your people who actually support you 
It's a uh, pleasure to be here today. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. Um, Snacks in the City has turned into one of my favorite podcasts to actually look forward to that comes out every every time you guys release an episode. Uh, the Empathy, re- most recent one you guys did, was my favorite thus far to date. And that's like, that's really a compliment because every single episode is hilarious and, and amazing. So, but I really like the different dynamic that you guys delivered with this one, especially the guest. You did a good job with her story. Uh, that was a great episode, and I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me as a guest. Let's get to it because I got Thank you. experience with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. So, being a single dad, do you feel like you're still dating a lot, not a lot? Was it, was it, like, what is that like? So, the, the criteria now is a single dad changes. Um, as far as like what I look for in a woman, uh, first and foremost, um, I've changed myself as a, a man, as a, I want you to become a father now. So I'm not just out here dating for fun. You know, there's things that come into play that are different now when you talk about someone being involved in my life on a romantic level and especially ever getting the chance to meet my daughter. So, so dating right now, it's not so frequent for me. Um, because I'm also career driven right now. I got a lot of things going on in my life, but that doesn't mean I shy away from dating. I definitely do date and I just came off of a relationship and it didn't work out because Nico makes some mistakes sometimes too of dating the oh wrong gosh. ones. <laughs> dating the wrong ones. And um it's part of the journey. It's, that's life is just sometimes you got a man like me who has a big heart too and when they get to see that, it's, you know, you got to make sure that you your heart is in the right place as far as, like, how much you're giving and uh, not getting in return, too. So, things can get tricky. <laughs> totally. I mean, it um, sounds like it. I, that's so what, I just don't do it. <laughs> if a person comes to you and lies to you about how long they've been single or just uh, hypothetically speaking, like, um, for me, <laughs> like, I can't date someone who's been single too short like of, of, of a span because it's coming you're coming fresh off a relationship you're looking to fill that void and i'm done with that shit i don't want to make someone else happy i need someone at least to be content and like know what makes them happy and all that they appreciate and value in life so that way i'm not being that person that is filling them up with all this happiness you know it's like there needs to be um a, a center there needs to be a balance of what we do for each other you know and it all comes down between the talks of a relationship and sometimes I, I do that. I don't know why I, I attract people who want me to be the life for them. And I like that. I like that about me and my quality that I have going for myself. But when it comes to romantic like romantic relationships I get involved in, it seems like I'm the one that's doing that too much and whew, sometimes women could be deceiving too. <laughs> <laughs> totally oh my god yep so that's what i deal with and uh trying to get better at it and you know making sure someone's not uh, lying to me on that whole dating um getting to know someone stages you know like oh that stage is always such a freaking drag it's either really good and it turns out to be like just completely false you find out more about them as you start dating and I was like, ah, you did that to lure me in. Now I see your true colors, and I see why you didn't have good relationships in your past. <laughs> and it's just, ugh. but yep, that's where I'm at right now. Completely single, right. ready to mingle, always. <laughs> so, what is your dating app of choice? Okay, so definitely, um, I was a Tinder guy at first, Ooh. but then I, I do like Bumble. I like what Bumble offers, and I, I've actually gotten some pretty cool friendships off of Bumble. Off of Bumble, um, I have some very crazy stories as well from both said dating apps. Um, so, is Tinder just for hooking up? So, the the thing is, I, I personally know family members and uh, friends who have had good relationships with Tinder, and some were just terrible, and myself included. I've been in a relationship from a girl from Tinder, and um, <laughs> it was a shit show because she lied about everything, absolutely everything. <laughs> um, 
So do you associate, so like in my mind, I would never have a Tinder ever because to me, Tinder equals hookup and I'm just like a nice so, so culture. I, so my, do you have those for each app? No, no, no. So I think it all comes to intent. You have to know what your intent is and therefore you can get that um, based off your conversation with that person you match with. So from there is where you can actually just cut down to the direct, concise conversation about what it is you're looking for, what do you want. You can tell pretty easy these days. We're grown. We know what we want. Um, and some women put it out there. Like, hey, you know what? I just want to fuck. Right? So I've met women who come, like, just get straight to the point. They're like, you're an attractive man. I have to be honest with you. I'm actually in a relationship, but I'm looking for something on the side. Uh, uh, I got that. What? Plan. And Absolutely. you do it? Um, uh, oh, my God. I know. Nico. I know. You're not scared? Uh, but see, in that situation... It was two years ago, and I was working out of town. So, it wasn't anything. Ooh, well, that's it's so sneaky. sneaky. And I gave her kudos for it. So I was like, ooh, you're sneaky. I also did feel regretful and hurtful afterwards because she was super hot. After, yeah. course, after, I was after. like, damn, I really did that. And I'm like, not a homework because I don't think they're going to find out. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, ha- that has <laughs> happened. I've also had a threesome from Tinder. Um, that wow. is, yeah, I've, wow. and things have. Wait, 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 Tana. I have questions. So, like, met one girl, and then it just turned no, into a crazy no, situation, no. or you just like true love met two women, and we're like, hey guys, I have this, an idea. So or that, that's what I'm coming down to is the yeah, intent. Right. There's women or men who go on there already know what they want, and they'll just keep swiping until they meet that one person that's down for that one thing that they want to do. And in this particular situation, this woman had a friend who never had a threesome. We matched, and she's like, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. I just want a threesome. And I was like, damn, okay, let's do it. <laughs> like, uh, and that w- that happened <laughs> from Tinder. Tinder is definitely more of a hookup type of app versus Bumble. Bumble, um, I feel like, is more relationship-driven. Um, and it's more, it's taken more serious. Uh, yeah, I definitely think Tinder, Maddie, let me know if you agree. I think Tinder is for hookups, Hinge is for like your 20 something boyfriend, but like not the right. one you live with. And then Bumble is where you find I, your hobby. I, I can agree. Yeah, I, I can agree. agree. I like the way you like dissected that. I like that a lot. Well, I, usually I don't know put, why, like, but that's the vibe. I usually put Hinge and Bumble like in the same category, what? but lately I just feel like there's so many uglies on hinge i hate to say it but my god i feel like that with tinder (laughs) and um i just feel like tinder is just letting anybody yeah uh, sometimes for me when i did just want to because i also too used the effort like uh hookup like a long time ago and um when i was going through my whole ordeal through my past and i just wanted to have some fun i would do the whole swipe surge thing and a, a friend told me that if you just do that, you swipe as much as you possibly can for as long as you can to see how many matches you get. I would get a lot of matches. So I would, <laughs> I would, I would like just get straight to the point. Like, hey, um, I'm here for the weekend. What do you want to do? Like, we can do this. We can do that. Or we could just totally just hook up. I don't know what you're into. And then most of the time, they were pretty much all down. And I was like, okay, Tinder is definitely a hookup fucking app. And um, Bumble, you don't, I, I didn't, you don't get that with Bumble. It's the women who make the first move. So I like that. I like women making the first move, contrary to belief. I know, and see, do you I see how you it. guys think? But then we also feel the same. I mean, I'm confident though. There's difference. There's some men who aren't confident, and there's some men who don't like making the first move. And you might miss an opportunity because that. Man is waiting for the woman to make the first move. But I feel like, man, you, we're the, the lions. We got to make that first move. We got to let them know. And um, I love doing that. But it's pretty nice to get that other kind of, like, approach sometimes and have the woman do the whole damn thing, you know? <laughs> okay. So well, that brings up another whole. Yeah. I feel like you're going exactly okay, where I'm going. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I feel like no matter what I say, it's just not good enough. Like, late, especially lately, like, I feel like I'll match with a guy, 
and he will either immediately unmatch or just not reply. I'm like, what the fuck? That's so and, weird. And that's a, Same huh. thing. It could possibly, from a man's perspective, it could possibly be that he did do one of those swipe things and it was one of those accidental matches and he's like, nope, doesn't mean to do that. Or, uh. or possibly he doesn't have the fucking balls. <laughs> Well, that's so annoying. Um, yeah, then just like leave me alone. Especially if you actually do have to make the first move and you do say something, it could be like not necessarily discouraging, but more so annoying because here are, here you are, you got the match, you finally make the move, and the dude just like goes away. Like, okay, we're wasting time. In, it literally makes we're me want to die. In 2021, just say something. It, why can't you just say words instead of being that type of dickhead to ghost people and do shit like that? It's so played out. You're a boy. You don't want that anyway, Maddie. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, well, I didn't do anything right. wrong, so it must be something wrong. They're fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Literally like, every time, I'm like, okay, yeah, you I'll started it. On their profile to like, like message them about, or oh, there's one guy I was like, in my head, I was like, "Is it weird to tell someone they have incredible teeth?" And I told <laughs> yeah. him that he did, and then he didn't reply. And I was like, I, and, "And it all comes to like uh, personality traits. Like, if you were to say that to someone of my type of um, someone that has my sense of humor and uh, my my satire, I would look at it and just laugh. Like, okay, you're cool. Like, let's talk. You know, like yeah. yeah. So maybe my, you're you're my, doing all the right things." Humor is getting lost. Exactly. And it's the way it's being received and uh, how it's being receptive upon the other person. They're not taking it as your intent and how you delivered it. So that's not your fault. That's a problem with dating apps, too. That's another problem. Like, how I felt when I say something is kind of misconstrued and it gets different, like, vibes on their end. And they're like, what? So I've also been unmatched before, too, because I would say something that I think is funny and then they. They unmatch with me, or I'll be too aggressive sometimes. I'm like, "Yo, like, you definitely have a cool song here in bio. Let's go rock out one day and get some food or some shit." And they're like, "Whoa, what the hell?" So we're gonna do all that, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wish someone would just be like, "Hey, that's cool. Let's hang out." Because I just am like putting all this effort into like, oh, this is such a clever thing to put here after this picture and this one makes me look well traveled but this one shows up how pretty and skinny I can be when I need to but like this one shows that I have fence just for like these boys <laughs> to be like oh I didn't like how she spelled hello yeah I how, how are you, your profile how do you set up your pictures what like that's what I want to know because it'll be funny one day if I come oh, across your, your profile I'm gonna freaking I'm going to swipe left <laughs> I, I'm joking no, but how do you set it up? How is your actual profile? Do you have one eating, one with you? I was always told you gotta do one eating, one with your friend. Not necessarily right. eating, but food you enjoy. Like not a picture of the food, but a, a place that you like to, you know. Yeah, okay. and then one with your friends, and then of course something that you like to do, one of your hobbies. Possibly, don't overdo a damn gym workout picture, but like, yeah, no. just do something cool like that. Um, no, my profile is amazing. I, <laughs> there's not, there's no food in it or like hobbies of mine. Travel picks, but um, no. Cool. You sound like you have a really interesting profile. Like, I wonder what it is, and if it isn't those. <laughs> no, I have a travel one, but. And then it got too old because of COVID. <laughs> I haven't been able to go anywhere, man. Well, I mean, their travel, like the one is from a bachelorette party in right. Michigan. But you can't, Michigan's not really traveling. Yeah, I'm here now. One yeah. from Ohio, but you don't know that. <laughs> okay, um, I think mine is also set up pretty good. I've got two pictures of me. One is so fun on a boat, but in a Cubs jersey. And the other girl, is on a boat, iPad. but I'm, like, <laughs> laid out and showing, like, look, I am so fun, and I know rich people. And then I have a picture of me and my grandpa at a wedding, because yeah. I look gorgeous. Um, I have a picture of me at a winery. I also have a picture of me up on top of a mountain, 
and I have a picture of myself with some fancy champagne at a charity event. And so I just feel like that gives See, out how I would like a rich man to yeah, whip that's, me that up. seems like and it's something never that happening. would be very um, appealing to a man that is into those things as well. And of course, comes from money and would like to take you out. This girl likes this type of stuff. Oh, I like this type of stuff. We can go do. Let's go hit the the winery in Cali. I was. She seems like she would like that. Like. You sound like you're doing all the right things. Yeah, but I went out of it. <laughs> you're asking me, and I still have yet to find it on these apps. Um, I'm having better luck on Instagram, to be honest. <laughs> <gasps> no. Wait, are you just, like, out there sliding I have, you know, I've stopped all sliding into DMs. I, I do react, though. Like, I'm the type of person that's actually social on social media. Like, you know, like, if you post something cool, I'll definitely, mm-hmm. like, react to it or let you know. Um, From there... Because I know that comes with the territory of a beautiful woman. They get enough DMs. I don't want to be that typical, lame-ass dude saying the same old bullshit mm-hmm. to another woman. They get enough. What I do is I support them. I show my actual genuine support. Like, damn, good form. You got a good form. And from there, she'll actually be like, oh, thank you. Like, I've came this far. I'm like, hey, keep going. You know, you're doing good. That's how you generate regular conversation. You don't just go in for the kill. That's where men need to learn you know i don't think i've ever heard someone say that just like going in the soft route like hey yeah i'm telling you i I, that has never happened to me may seem like i'm this dude but i really like enjoy talking like contrary to belief i love conversation i love getting into a person's psyche um it's a cool thing about me i've I've always been like that hence why we both have podcasts (laughs) um but i like to get into a person's head and see what they like and things like that. So I think just men need to re- reevaluate how they approach a woman. Like they're not just pieces of meat. Like get into their brain first, and the three doors are open from there. Stop it, guys. Um, you know, and it's always oh worked God. for me. You need to do like a master class. <laughs> well, I I've have had enough self healing myself for the last two and a half years. Hence why I like being single. There's a different narrative about me and why i enjoy dating like i'm in the dating pool in the dating field but i am currently not in a relationship every relationship i've been in i've been in i have been the one that stepped away and ended it you know things don't work out it's okay to say that i actually am one of the men who knows his worth knows what he wants and you know i'm not gonna settle i've already settled you may know that person i tried to settle with you know so (laughs) we're not gonna mention names but um well, you know, I don't want that experience again. I've had that once, so life is too short to have blah relationships and and definitely boring sex. So we're not <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. Um. Yeah. Wow. I'm really you know what? For the life is so. too short. Yeah, life is too short for bad relationships. We need multiple sex. orgasms. Let's just like we not need to have great sex, great communication, anything that. Just makes us feel alive that much more when we're with that said person, and that's what I'm, you know, I'm hopeful for. And uh, if it comes to a dating app, cool, because that's convenient. I'm not knocking ever using it, so I can't stand when the narrative is like, "Oh, why are you on there? You're not going to find true love." I'm like, "Eh, I know a guy who's been married for like five years from Tinder. I know a guy who's been with a girl from Bum- from wow. Bumble for like more than five years. They got a house up in Wisconsin now, like." Things happen. There's a person for everybody. I actually do know one married couple, and they don't tell people <laughs> they met on Tinder. They just, like, fluke, went to the same school, so they're always like, oh, we know each but other you see from what college, I mean? like, but it really gets they thrown under the rug like it's a, a shameful thing. And I, don't, I think that narrative needs to change because we do live in a society where we are on our phones. So if it's more convenient to meet people through the phone, and it's cool to say that. But I can totally get how it can be perceived. So if you're going to say that rather than saying, oh, I met them through a dating app, I don't know. I'm very truthful. Like, if, I, if me and you are dating, I'm like, oh, I met her on Bumble. Just swiped and, like, we matched and we hit it off, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it's just what our Yeah, I got on one of the good ones. <laughs> so, um. I don't know if I were to marry someone I met on a dating app. Do you think it's impossible? I... Or do you think you're only saying that because you haven't had that opportunity? Or, like. I think, it's awesome. I think it's possible if I were to ever, like, 100% be 
be into and dating apps and like actually put like my really really forward and like care okay yeah like i'm sure i could have found a boyfriend from a dating app 10 times over yeah a long time ago <laughs> yeah but i'm just like I don't really care that much and I never update my pictures and sometimes I say hi to people and then I forget and then I let the conversation close and it's just like, uh, if I like gave it the time of day, right. totally. I'm just like not there yet. It's like having a Tamagotchi, but the Tamagotchi is the way <laughs> some women are just bold on their, their bios is what gets me like going it's it's very it's very <laughs> sometimes it's very indirect and sometimes you gotta pick apart the words and try to see what their intent is on their bio um <laughs> all right well let me read you my bio and tell me what you think yeah let's uh oh good idea all right a little bit classy a little bit country also loves and then i put a donut a donut emoji ice cream emoji and a cocktail emoji in the sun emoji dot 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 not my baby just a great godmother okay simple clear cut and cute you described the perfect adjectives that's for yourself you didn't overshare you shared just enough where someone can use that and generate a good conversation like that's perfect some people write paragraphs and it's like god dang (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's good that should be more than enough for anyone to be like oh this girl's fucking cute man let's let's start a conversation you know that's like that's easy sorry (laughs) that's easy yeah they never want because they're fucking assholes (laughs) fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck (laughs) oh my god that's the teaser like what are you guys talking about this week fuck them but also, if I might add, that threesome I had in Cleveland was fucking phenomenal. Two hot girls um, oh. that came from Tinder. Tinder, like I didn't expect that that night. Like, yeah, shout out, out Tinder for that one. Um, that was my second second uh, threesome ever in my entire life. Second from a day nap. Woohoo! That got that one under my belt. What a night that was in Cleveland. And then I went to the Rock and Roll Museum after that with them because it was just that good. They didn't want to stop hanging out. So I said, let's go. Wow. (laughs) What a great freaking host she was, both of them. Uh, Kudos to those two ladies. Wow, you really? (laughs) I was in town for a week, so we really enjoyed Cleveland. And that was one day there. And, um, yeah, Cleveland is not that much fun. But, damn it, the girls there got a lot of fun going on. Um, <laughs> um, I've had some really. I, I had one woman from Bumble. Um, I actually did, you know, want to be my girlfriend, but then she ended up lying that she had a freaking baby daddy the whole time. She said she was single, didn't have kids. Next thing I know, I find out she does. Oh. And I was like, no. And we were already like three months in. I was starting to feel like damn i could really be in a relationship with this girl um you know they started to get not semi-serious but it was almost at that point where i could have made it exclusive but then i find out one day it slipped out of her own mouth too we were on a date i would never forget we were at buffalo wild wings she's fucking said i gotta go pick up my kids after this i said what and she kind of just like her old face like suddenly hit and I was like, yeah, you said that. Are you joking? Or what kind of scripted movie are we in right now? She's like, I don't want to tell you because I don't want to scare you away. I was like, wow, now you scared me away. You just completely lied to me. Oh, my like, it, It's not that hard to say you have kids or something like that. It, yeah. Um, so that changed everything. Um <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm yeah. And uh, I had to pull the plug on that one. Just, uh, just a bad rocky start. And uh, I thought she could have been relationship potential for me, and uh, I didn't like that. Okay, I have one more question. What is one thing you you're on a dating app? You're looking at a girl's profile. What is one thing you'll see? Like you're into it, you're into it. You see this one thing, it ruins smoking the whole cigarettes. Thing. I don't like women it? who smoke cigarettes. Ooh, I don't. Um, it's a a, it's an actual turn off for me um, because I know I used to smoke cigarettes and I was disgusted with myself. Um, 
and and uh just what i was going through at that time i, I realized like this is just really disgusting vice why do people do this <laughs> and um yeah i'm also guilty of oh i know well, trust me we've all had our drunken nights where we smoke one but um for me just that changed like you could be a beautiful woman be- beautiful gorgeous smile and everything like check you know all, you're hitting all the boxes and then you just pull out a whole pack of Newports or something like that. I'm like, oh, God, no. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a complete no for me, but um, it's like I would have a talk. I would try to maybe try to get them to stop. <laughs> and, yeah. Like, why do you need to um, um I have a really cute anecdote that goes right along with smoking that will just, like, close us out here on the funniest note. I think it's double funny because I don't know if Maddie's ever heard this story. And, Nico, when you figure out what I'm talking about, you'll die. So, Nico is going on and on about how he would encourage the woman in his life to, like, not be a smoker. And that's, like, so cute. But I actually remember a time he... (laughs) essentially made me smoke with him um we were in the most uncomfortable situation so i get it it was the only out but um you know he's going through a tough breakup i'm going through a tough breakup his cousin is dating my best friend so we're all hanging out and you know things are just getting weird because nico and i are both smoking the couple they're just like oh, everything's so fun. We're making out all day. And so we're all kind of like just ready to go home. We're wasted. So we're sleeping over at our friend's house. And her and her boyfriend start to um, get busy so loud. I don't know if it was like so loud or if it was just like thin walls, but Nico and I are both sleeping. Which um, she slept on the couch, so I slept on the floor, which was also great. About that, yeah. um, so we're laying, pretending to be asleep as this loud, uncomfortable moment is happening. And he basically dragged me outside to smoke cigarettes with him for a long time, so we could just like pretend that the inside thing. Was you know, no, the whole time too. Now that it's it's out in the air, I I totally had so many thoughts. Like, this is my opportunity to make it happen. This is my opportunity to make it happen. And um, you oh know, the whole time in my head, I'm like. Let's just go smoke cigarettes. Let's just go do that instead. Like, I, <laughs> let's go escape from this it's situation. And I'm just gonna ask her if she wants to come outside, and we could just talk outside and just smoke the cigarette and enjoy one another's presence. Um, instead, we did that. So, uh, what a time! I wish that I can go back and kind of redo. But um, <laughs> one of those moments where I wasn't the the man I am now, and I'm. I'm ashamed to say that. But I was going through a little uh, time in my head, but I dropped the ball, to say the least. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, you didn't care about my life. No, I, 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 I uh, definitely didn't care about your um, life. <laughs> no. But I really am so glad that you came and gave us, like, the male side of, like, what to look for on our profile. Because I honestly don't think I've ever talked about well, that. You well, you have a lot well, of for great that. qualities and features as a woman, as a queen. You need to, if, if you think that you can invest more time and more effort into updating your profile to manifest and attract a man of quality, I think you should. But that's only if you want to. You gen- if you genuinely want that, um, then I believe that it's it could be very easy for you. Because let's not beat around the bush here. You're very hot, <laughs> so you you. Oh my God! You think yeah, I'm pretty? You think I'm pretty? You wanna love? Oh my God! You wanna hurt? A plus for that movie <laughs> reference. That is my uh, that's my shout out. Second shout out of the podcast episode right there um one of my favorites god it's such a classic movie but i think you should definitely update your profile if you think that you you know want to be a nice strapping young gentleman to take you out enjoy some wine and get some good food and some great sex just do it why not just fucking go for it oh my god amen um, amen because i okay well 
shit, I'm a little nervous or something. <laughs> but maybe we'll do an update episode. Me and Maddie will like do an audit of each other's dating profiles and I then see how the it goes. I think the update episode we can uh, come back to. Just put like a week worth of like a duration of your efforts. It doesn't have to be all day, of course, but after your work day, you got some time. Um, you know, you're winding down at the end of your day. Just spend a good mm, 30 minutes a day at night on it or see what you can get from just a little bit more effort. Everything in life is always a, a reflection of how much effort you put into it. So I think that the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. And it's going to be easy for you the more you do it. So I'm all for it. You're well, welcome. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thanks for <laughs> joining course. us. I'm looking forward to it. Tell us the name of your show and like where we can find Inquiring you on Instagram. Inquiring Minds. That is the name of my show. Please, if you have not, please go check it out. I got like 14 episodes. I got a really big guest coming up soon that will be soon to be announced. Um, please find me on the Anchor app or Apple um, or, of course, Spotify. Search Inquiring Minds. And you can also find me on Instagram. My handle is Nico underscore Suave817. I did put a Suave on it because it wasn't my um, – <laughs> it was not my call. It was actually one of my family members. He's always called me that. He's like, do you just need to change your Instagram name? So there you go. Nico underscore Gore Suave. <laughs> I'm into it. Well, we'll make sure to definitely plug you everywhere, of Thank course. You. And we'll have to have you back on to talk more things. All right, Maddie and Bree, you guys enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much for having me on. I love me you guys' too. show. Please. Me too. I'm so happy to be on this show. <laughs> Snacks in the city. Love you guys. Well, thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, and now we're back, and we're ready for our music moment. Mm-hmm. There okay. has been so much great music thrown at us in the past, like, month. Right? Like, my new music Friday has been just, like, bop after bop after bop. It's, like, a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. So much good new music. Um. It's not his moment, but I just need to say, Justin Bieber really did what he needed to do. He did so many things. So many things. Like, he gave us a lot very quickly. He also just, like, came out with that surprise gospel album, and I haven't had a moment to just, like, give it the moment it needs to, like, sit and listen to the whole thing. But I'm seeing great reviews. Yeah. Did you listen to it at all? I did listen to it. It wasn't... It was fine. I I liked... The Justice album. Is that what it was called? Justice? Yeah. And I especially I liked the, the newer one. The Deluxe. Oh, yeah. The Those Triple Chucks Deluxe. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was funny. Okay. And then besides Justin Bieber, let's get into Demi Lovato for a sec. Because yeah. I think I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. That album is so good and it's so raw and just the lyrics everything it was so good her voice yeah everything it was so good um it gave me like old demi vibes like i remember when i first became a fan of demi lovato it was way back when she made that song did you forget oh Um, yeah like that era of demi where she was like doing these really good breakup songs um like, the whole album wasn't, like, ooh, super, super sad girl. It was, like, nah, I'm going to still, like, rock out. I'm, like, sad, but, like, I'm still going to give you some tunes. And I feel like this album has that vibe. Like, some of these songs, when you listen to the words, it's, like, oh, my God. Right? Are you okay? But also, I'm dancing. I'm Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. That's your favorite kind of, kind of it music. It is my favorite kind of song. And I literally wrote, oh, my God, this is my favorite pity party kind of vibe when I first listened to it. <laughs> Because I love songs that are like, I'm having a pity party. I am so sad. But, like, we're going to put the party in pity party. You know? Like, I always listen to the remix of a sad song. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a pro tip, guys. Seriously, if you're sad, 
you can listen to a sad song, but like listen to a remix of it so you can like still dance and have a good vibe. It's not gonna like make you depressed for the whole day. Yeah. Like specifically the song Melon Cake made me so sad because I remember watching Demi do interviews on how she like her team was trying to keep her weight in check so she could stay in competition with like Miley, Selena, all those girls coming out with songs all at that same time. They're all so thin. Mm-hmm. And Demi is just like not naturally tiny. Um, it's honestly similar to like if somebody was trying to make my body type look like you at all times. That makes me my so God. sad. It's never going to happen. I could starve myself for six years and I would not look like you because that's just not how my body is built. Yeah. And so she would always, they would buy her melon cakes. Like that's a cake to look, a melon cut up to look like cake. And that's so sad. That song is so sad. And I'm glad she's taking her power back. She's like, no, I'm not going to have any more melon cake. Fuck yeah. you. But like, that's so sad. But that song's a bop. Like, yeah. just dancing the whole time. It is. It, I, yeah, I really enjoyed the album. Do you have a favorite? Um, I really like, I like the one with Noah Cyrus. Yes. And Easy. I also like, um, oh my God, what? The art of starting over and the way you don't look at me. Oh, the way and you carefully. don't look at me. And dancing with the devil. They're so good. So good. Dancing so with the devil good. is probably my favorite. Um, honestly, my favorite is I See You. That song she wrote for her sister. Oh my god, like, that's such a sad song. It's so sad, but it's but so it's beautiful. beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, it was like my first re-listen. Like after I listened to the album like two times through, um, and I was just like, okay, I want to listen to one. That's the one I picked. But I really do love the way you don't look at me. I love Melon Cake. I also really love what other people say. I think that was like one of her singles. It's yeah, so that one's pretty good. Um. I also mm-hmm. love California sober because I think people are like kind of coming at her about being California sober. And I encourage those people to watch her friggin' documentary. Like I still the, need to watch that. The pressure of like you have to be sober, you have to be this like role model icon, sober queen is like what made her overdose. She's yeah. like, it's just like so much pressure all the time. Like I couldn't have one drink and people would be like <gasps> And it's, like, that's just, like, so much pressure. So then when I finally did have a drink, it very quickly spiraled. I won't give the details because she talks about it in her documentary, and I know you want to watch it. Yeah. Um, But it literally spiraled out of control so fast. It was insane. But kudos to Demi. I'm so glad that she's just doing what she needs to do and giving me the tunes that I need to hear. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then we have... The queen. No. Just kidding. Taylor. I don't know why I said that. I really, I, I'm really enjoying it because it just literally, as soon as Fearless came on, I was like transported back into my dad's car making out with the, this guy that I love. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I just love hearing it now because you can really hear how her voice has progressed. Yeah. And, like, it sounds so richer because her voice is so much, like, lower. Not lower, but just, like, developed. Richer. Like, she's, it's, like, more full. It's not, like. Yeah. you're Like, I mean, she was a teenager, right, when all these right. songs originally came out. So it's, like, much like my feelings, her voice has just, like, grown and developed and changed. Yeah. And, like, I felt seen then and I feel seen now. You know? I know. I truly just like my current phase of life. I need you to know I had a visceral reaction to listening to 15. Oh and God. like back then, I hadn't even like fallen in love and been heartbroken before. So I don't know what the heck. I like used to listen to that song. It was always one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to listen to it just like over and over and like really sing my heart out as if somebody had really shattered my heart. And I was like, I'm thinking about it like, sis, you have literally never been in love at that point in time. Like, what are you so emotional about? But, like, obviously, now, fast forward, I have been. I have had my heart broken a few too many times, if you ask me. But, like, listening to 15, I was like, oh, my God. When you are 15 and somebody tells you that they love you, that really means something. Like, I was really having a moment. (laughs) 
But I would argue it's not just 15. Like, I'm fully 27, and, like, if somebody tells me they love me, I'm going to take it seriously. And if they take it back, even more serious. Yeah. I also had such a huge reaction to You're Not Sorry. Also, um, shoot, what's the other one that I was, like, getting goosebumps or something was happening to me? <laughs> um, shoot, which one was it? I don't know. I think Mr. Perfectly Fine did something to me, but that's oh, not yeah, I liked that what one. I was thinking. That song's so good. And imagine if it had been put out when the iconic Ellen interview happened and she, like, threw Joe Jonas under the bus. Like, imagine the drama. Yeah. I think my heart would have exploded. <laughs> me too. Like, my teenage self could not handle. <laughs> That's all I have on it. I'm, I haven't finished it yet. I still have to listen to, like, the new ones. Except for the ones that she already, like, yeah, put out. Yeah. But it was good. Um, I did say, so Demi had pity party vibes, but, like, the fun pity party. And I think that Taylor's, like, Fearless, it's got, like, nostalgic road trip vibes. Yeah. Like, I'm just imagining myself in the car with my gals with the windows down and we're going somewhere fun and we're just, like, taking a trip down memory lane. Like, I feel like there's some good stories to be pulled out of this album. Yeah, I think so, too. But that's it. That's all. That's all. Thanks for listening. And you can find us on Twitter at snacks underscore in the city. You can find us on Instagram. I haven't done it in so long. Instagram is at underscore snacks in the city and our personal handles on each platform are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks out. Snacks out.